Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. The following podcast contains... Are you cussing with me? No, you cussing with me? Stop cussing, this ain't deaf comedy jam. Yeah, don't like you using foul language. No guns, no foul language, no red meat. And then we heard him saying all these mean things about Jews and using tons of foul language. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you thought the clowns were the scariest thing that you would see this year, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, October 28th, 2016 edition of the show. It's our Halloween spooktacular, going over all the things that really should scare you. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by the Great Vengeance and Furious Anger Baptist Church Horror House 2016 show, Hillary in Hell. This year's production focuses on the torments awaiting Hillary Rodham Clinton when the Lord calls her to the reward she so richly deserves. Rooms include the full recreation of Vince Foster's murder, the nine-month fetus abortatorium, the lesbian rape room, and of course, One Night in Benghazi, where we condemn Hillary to the torture of the godless Islamic heathen she loves so much. The Great Vengeance and Furious Anger Baptist Church Hillary and Hell House aims to teach the gays, the godless, and the Democrats that hell awaits them for their sins, and they deserve it. Doors open at 7 p.m. every night, right now through the Devil's Sabbath, those faggot atheist Muslims call Halloween. Oh, my sweet summer child, what do you know about fear? Fear is for the winter, when the snows fall a hundred feet deep. Fear is for the long night, when the sun hides for years, and children are born and live and die, all in darkness. That is the time for fear, my little lord when the white walkers move through the woods. Thousands of years ago, there came a night that lasted a generation. Kings froze to death in their castles, same as the shepherds in their huts. And women smothered their babies rather than see them starve, and wept, and felt the tears freeze on their cheeks. So is this the sort of story that you like? Ten days. And this will all be over. All of our suffering. All of our pain. The endless hours of seeing that bloated orange face topped with a bleached baboon's ass hair will ostensibly end. Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Not so fast. Because I don't know about you, pod friends, but this fucking election, if it's not over in ten days, I'm cashing it all in. and moving to the outback of Australia where a wise Anahu man will teach me to live off the land and commune with the spirits of Uluru. My biggest fear is that come the morning of November 9th, I will wake from my hungover slumber to find a splash of headlines telling me that the tangerine turd refuses to accept the results of the election and has sunk his campaign funds into 50 separate lawsuits. Poor sick man. Okay, that may not be my actual biggest fear. It's one of my bigger ones. My biggest fear, I don't know, 
that's, I don't know, that's, I'm afraid of a lot of things. Like, one day there'll be a knock on my door and a stocky ginger boy in his early 20s will be on the other side asking me if I was the king of karaoke in Dower's Tavern, Yuba City, California, in the mid-1990s. I, I'm Buddy, I'm your son. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Or that one of these days the student loan people will come up with a way to actually repossess my education. Intensive care under excruciating pain. I, I, I guess one of the things that does make me come screaming from my sleep every so often is that my atheism is wrong and when I'll die I wind up in heaven. But there's a lot of very pissed off Christians there who could have been drinking and fucking this whole time because God never cared about that shit. Can you imagine eternity with a bunch of repressed asexual Christians? Because obviously there's no need for genitals in the afterlife. So how are you going to fuck alcohol? Hey, you don't even have a blood system. Yeah, I'm freaking myself out just by thinking about that. Jesus. Ugh. Ugh. There are so many things to be frightened of, really. Death, disease, crime, another season of The Voice, and we're going to talk about them all. This is our Halloween Spooktacular. Come January of next year, Hillary Clinton will be sworn in, barring some really fucked up shit, and God knows that Comey tried today as the 45th president of the United States of America. Look, you'll have to stop now. You're scaring the children. That's not the scary part, fucking Gavin. It will be a historic moment in American history as the first woman assumes the Oval Office. There will be, it will be immediately followed by some other first. The first scandal involving a woman president. The first congressional investigation of a woman president. The first special prosecutor appointed to investigate a woman president. The first article of impeachments filed on a woman president. And the first impeachment proceedings of a woman president. I mean, it's not because of anything she's actually going to do. It's because the Republicans are probably still going to control Congress. So really, even if they do whole, if we, so by some miracle we take the House, all we're really doing is pushing things back a couple of years. It's all going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Our friends in the GOP are not going to meekly accept the mandate of the American people who will likely elect President Clinton in something that looks like a landslide victory for like 2016 standards. And it's definitely as part of a full-throated repudiation of the Republican candidate and the Republican Party because they decided the bloated, racist, groping buffoon would be a great choice for their presidential nominee. I mean, it's like they were possessed by the ghost of Jesse Helms or something. Like, there's some kind of devil inside them. Your mother's in here with his cash. Would you like to leave a message? I see that she gets it. Uh, that's okay, I'll send an email. On Wednesday, the Washington Post published an article titled House Republicans are Preparing for Years of Investigations on Clinton. Utah Congressman Jason, the unendorser Chaffetz, told the Post, quote, It's a target-rich environment. Even before we get to day one, we've got two years' worth of material already lined up. She has four years of history at the State Department, and it ain't good, unquote. <laughs> Ohio's Jim Jordan of the Senate Select Committee on Benghazi said he wants the work to continue. This isn't even considering the Clinton Foundation and a slew of other cause celebres for Republican shit-stirrers to convert into scandals, investigations, and accusations. Ah! 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 
I mean, forget how these investigations are nothing more than smoke and mirrors to deflect from the absence of anything that resembles a plan to govern, much less an abiding concern for how the constant bullshit affects the Republic. Ignore the countless hours and millions of dollars to, that were spent to investigate Secretary Clinton with zero evidence of wrongdoing found. This is all in the past, ladies and gentlemen. No, now we are hunting a much bigger game. The President of the United States. The GOP will stop at nothing to ensure the Democrats never get the chance to govern. Indeed, Mr. Maverick himself, John the Profane McCain, said on October 17th, no Democratic nominee for the Supreme Court would even be considered, even after Clinton wins. And... If he later backed off this this claim, it was only because the tire was on the curb and he just needed to reposition the car because what he said is exactly in line with GOP policy. There was even a piece in Think Progress by Ian Miller that actually posits the fate of the Supreme Court may rest in the hands of Rafael Theodore Cthulhu Cruz. He will rise from the primordial ooze wherein he sleeps, fix his many eyes, gaze upon the shrieking masses of the people. His many mouths will open and in a thousand wailing voices recite green eggs and ham upon the floor of the Senate until you beg for the mercy of death, a death you will not be granted. You only exist to suffer for as long as the ancient god strides the halls of the Senate. Repent what's past. Avoid what is to come. Think about it. Of the 30-odd seats needed to flip the House, the most likely to be people to be ousted are in purple and blue districts where they've been hanging on like a body twisting on a hangman's noose. The 22 most vulnerable Republicans are in these districts, and even if they lose and the GOP holds the House by a narrow margin, that's still going to be really conservative. A defeated, demoralized GOP then turns on itself. Its hardcore elements compressing into a diamond shell of pure rage determined to throw the country onto the funeral pyre of their party. Do you believe for a moment they would even hesitate? I don't. The gridlock of the past six years since the GOP retook the House in 2010 and the Senate in 2014 seems like a wide-open highway by comparison. Or rather, the tiny amount of governing done since then is about to hit an unexpected brick wall in the middle of a wide-open highway, tossing the passengers through the windshield like a wood chipper and spewing blood and organs all over the pavement of the body politics, heads tumbling down the center line, limbs dangling from trees, a single wheel spinning in a a constant, futile revolution, going nowhere, achieving nothing, only serving to remind us of all that is destroyed. <laughs> when Paul Ryan falls, and trust me, he will deserve the long walk off the short plank, what happens to the house? Who becomes speaker? Can anyone become speaker since the T-tards are going to refuse to back anyone but the shambling, reanimated corpse of Barry Goldwater yanked screaming from his grave? Do you think the shattered GOP is going to reach across the aisle and form a coalition with the Democrats? Please, that grasping hand extended is filled with the icy clutch of death and exists only to pull you to your doom. (laughs) 
sealed your doom. Any Republican who survives the purge on the 9th will be thrice damned to hell if there's the slightest hint of cooperation with the Devilcrats. But wait, wait, I hear your pleading whispers of the masses beseeching mercy. Or there'll be no mercy for him. What if the Democrats even win the House? Can we not forestall this? You think the liberal wing of the Democratic Party will give up its chance to drive a state into the still-beating heart of their GOP foes, to feel their heartbeat flutter and die while they've tasted the heart blood from their very fingertips? God, no. The liberal insurgency of Bernie Sanders shook the shit out of the party. And right now, a lot of cranky leftists are waiting with bated breath to get some real change going on. Sounds great, right? But what about 2018? The Senate map in 2018 is fucking brutal, even worse than it is this year for Republicans. Mixed a polarizing president and an angry conservative base, the viciously vengeful Congress. And this bad map for the Democrats in Congress isn't even touching any issue more disharmonious than a non-binding resolution to establish a national florist day. And even that will call the GOP to go up in flames because a lot of the florists aren't allowed to tell the icky gays they can't buy their devil wedding flowers from a good Christian flower shop. Get behind me, Satan. And also, in a new and exciting thing, Democrat Congress critters are about to be faced being primaried from the left as the Sanders revolution pulls the tumbrils into the square for some good old half-fashion head chopping. If Congress doesn't move to the left, our entire system of government is about to grind to a halt like an industrial meat grinder you using to dispose of a body when you finally get to the guy's skull. I worry about you. I worry a lot. The wheels of government cease to turn, the budgets fail, and slowly we are crushed against the debt ceiling like a hapless tomb robber. There was some talk about electing Trump being a soft apocalypse that would finally force the system to be repaired. (laughs) Oh, that's just idiotic. Elect Trump and the apocalypse will not be soft. The deportation trains will run on time, the Muslims' internment camps will run with clock-like efficiency, and our nuclear missiles land with pinpoint accuracy on those who start a Twitter beef with President Trump. No, that apocalypse is hard as Paul Ryan's perfectly sculpted delicious abs, but a Clinton presidency with a Republican majority be soft. Downy pillows soft, slowly settling over your face as you sleep, redolent with the scent of lilacs as it presses, presses down over your mouth and nose as you struggle to gasp even the tiniest whiff of air, your limbs thrashing, lungs demanding oxygen until ever so slowly your vision narrows to pinpoint and you slip into the long, long dark. Think of it. Without funding, our infrastructure decays as the GOP sulks. Bridges flake with consuming rust until finally they crack and tumble into seething currents below, carrying minivans shrilled with shrieking mothers and children into their icy depths. Great storms boil up the coast, washing over our roided beaches and sinking cities in the chill waters of the storm surge, rushing into homes and filling the lungs of grandparents too feeble to escape. Not that they could ever know that it was coming since the National Weather Service was defunded by 
by Speaker Ryan, who believes in forecasting as a waste of government money since you can look up out an open window. Grammy and Grampy's waterlogged corpse bobbing on the retreating tide. Icy and blue, they roil in the surface. Crabs and gall pull gobbets of flesh from their decaying bones. Our roads buckle in rising heat. Vast chasms rend the asphalt surfaces, flipping cars into guardrails where they burst into flames due to shoddy safety standards since the Senate refused to fund the Consumer Product Safety Commission. President Clinton tried to fund it through executive order, but the deadlock Supreme Court refused to hear the case. Now, as you struggle to release your defective seatbelt, the racing flames consume you. The sizzling fat in your body feed in a voracious lust for flesh, and the roar of the exploding gas tank drowns out your hoarse voice screams, begging for scant shreds of mercy that you will not receive. Our electrical grid falls and our cities go dark, and ravening bands of patriots clean creep up from their rust belt towns, heavily armed and searching for heroin, following the rolling waves of black descending across the country. They burst into your flimsy doors, guns blazing and sate their lust for drugs, and pent-up economic anxiety on your body for hours before pressing the barrels of their second amendment against your skull and scattering your libtard brains against the wall while the theme the Trump network plays on their solar-powered Trump brand radios. Civilization collapses, cities fall, crops rot in the ground, famine rages, the dead stack like cordwoods in the street, disease ravages the land, looting, murder and despair stalks the nation like the dead rising from the grave while the Republican Party obstructs and plans to retake the White House in 2020. When the great old one Cthulhu Cruz looks upon the broken and shattered land once called America and sees the stars are right and he can finally ascend with a great single voice the scattered survivors look up to see his awful twisting form appear in the night sky slick and oozing with fluids the color of congealed blood thousands of twisting arms writhing like endless snakes his myriad voices singing an unholy hymn of joy and terror his single leering eye turns to you in a maddening gaze upon those that once worshipped him and then turned against him and burn they burn you were warned poorly mortals you were warned what the fuck what I told you it was going to be the Halloween spectacular what do you think I was going to do 19 minutes of ghost stories I mean, that, that Coast Stories, that shit ain't scary. Two years of government gridlock because of a petulant Republican Party refusing to accept Hillary. Angry Sanders supporters wanted to use what tiny amount of power we might be able to grab onto to enact legislation with no hope of passing the House, even if we take it back on a razor-thin margin. Pissed-off patriots who brought, bought Trump's bullshit about rigged elections, staging acts of patriotism in federal buildings around the country. Hundreds and hundreds of Trumpites running in a local election, passing state laws, authorizing Muslims to be st- shot on sight. The desperate mad battle between Fox News and the new Trump network trying to outderp one another as they grasp for their last dwindling dollars from the dying white working class voter. Six new fake scandals a week because Russia hacked more email servers. My God, the CNN special reports alone. You need to stop. Yeah, I know. My God, it's going to be terrible. You thought you were praying for the giant meteor before all of this, but this, this is as horrible and terrifying and still, and still, Still, with everything that I've just said, there's still a chance that Trump could win. And that is infinitely worse.
Sleep well, children. <laughs> that is it for our show this week. Jesus, Gavin, could you stop sobbing in the booth like that? It's really distracting. I know. I know it was a scary show, buddy. The monsters. The monsters are coming. Look, I know. Look, we could stop the monsters. You can You can do it, too. All you got to do is vote for Hillary and vote for Democrats. We can stop this. You, too, dear listeners, should go out and vote. If you are voting early, why not go out and vote again? Twice as nice for the same price. And think how mad it would make a Trump voter. Kidding. I'm kidding. Do not commit voter fraud. If there's anybody watching. You know what else would piss off a Trump supporter? If you rated and reviewed this show on iTunes, it helps other people fight the monsters. If you would like more tales of black horror, follow follow the show on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast or the show name on Facebook. All of our scary stories are at the show name on SoundCloud and at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. We are just a few blessed shows away from hiatus, and I've been busy re-editing old shows to run as best ofs. But when we come back, providing the zombies of the Trump don't get us, it will be with all new shows with a newish format. If you want to contribute to the show, email us at whatthehellpodcast at gmail.com or call the listener line at 347-497-9601 and we can use your shrieks of pain on the air. For me, dead Dave Bledsoe, the undead producer Gavin, and all the other fictional ghosts and ghouls on this show, we want to say, I went to vote. My mind was blank. I needed time to drink these memories from my mind. What did I see? Could I believe? This election was real and not just fantasy. Just what I saw in my bad dreams was warped reflections of Donald Trump staring back at me. Because in my dreams, he's always there. Puffy orange faces twist me to despair. I'll see you all next week for the big election pre-show. Happy Halloween. Podcasts.